everybody. Vox Podcast here. Welcome to the show with your hosts today, Tim Stafford producing, Bonnie Lewis hosting, and Michael Erie roasting. That's what's happening. (coughs) That's what's happening here. We're doing so many episodes. We've gotten a lot of questions around the idea of micro communities. We introduced this several episodes back in terms of where we want to take this thing. And um, we've heard from people in Maine and Alaska and uh, New Zealand, Corona, California, Auburn, California, the Bay Area, Phoenix, Cincinnati, Dallas, Fort Worth, Northeast Ohio, Washington, D.C., Alexandria, Virginia, Folsom, San Diego, San Luis Obispo County, Springfield, Ohio, and other places that I have forgotten. We have heard from a ton of people who want to be a part of these things, but we've gotten some specific questions around what these are and so we thought today we'd have um our very own tim stafford or as seth calls him tim staff um he does tim staff and and then he you i have to bring him in sometime to have him say bonnie lewis because he says he just says it the cutest way possible i love him So, so um Tim Staff, let's, uh, well, what, Bonnie, why don't you read? I know we've got some emails about this. So why don't we just dive into those? Okay, cool. First, this is just an encouraging one from someone from the UK, which is fine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, guys, I'm one of your UK listeners. I just had to write nice. and say how much I was blessed by your story in Disneyland and speaking to the two girls. I oh, really, that was bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I really want to say that your best years are no way behind you. I first learned of your nice. podcast through a millennial who loves your work, and I love your theology, <laughs> your guests, and your interviews, but I'm especially blessed by your vulnerability. It's so Aww. refreshing. I also love your humor. Lots of loves, lots of loves there. Hey. Sometimes <laughs> your topics disturb in a good way my theology, mm. and I've enjoyed grappling with your podcast topics. I also Aww. really enjoy Bonnie and Tim. I think the conversations yes. between you invite us too. into your community. Thank you. Keep calm and love Jesus. Yes. I know. Isn't that awesome? <coughs> Keep calm and love Jesus. That's right. And God save the queen. Yes. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, UK listener. That's so fun. All right. Okay. Hello. Bring it on, Bonnie. What else you got? Hello, Vox Podcast. My friend Hello. and I live in San Luis Obispo County, and nice. we love your podcast. We are interested in starting a micro community based on Vox and several other theology and cultural podcasts you have directed us to. Preston, Preston Sprinkle, Sky, no, Phil's Holy no, Post. We don't, no, Dan's, we don't mention permission. other. <laughs> we don't uh, mention other podcasts on this podcast. Yes, you either. Do. You either are a micro community around Vox or you are either with us or against us. Oh my god. I'll gosh. censor those out. Yeah, thanks. Uh, my bad. I forgot <laughs> we weren't about community or other That's people. Right. That's right. That's um, right. We are quote borderline evangelicals Ooh. who have been listening to Vox since it started with Mike and Andy. When we get nice. together, we tend to talk about these topics you riff on, and we're looking for a community or starting one ourselves who can have open and safe discussions about religion and politics and culture, Christian subculture for the, quote, spiritually homeless, as you put it. Nice. We're looking nice. for resources, ideas, and anything to help us start. If we have the venue and list of people to invite, just wondering what Vox is doing, quote, successfully to bring together different people at the table. Thank you for your time. That is phenomenal. So first of all, I mean that that is exactly the vision of the whole thing. 
right there in a nutshell. So well done. Um, That is so fun. That is so fun. So thank you for your encouragement. So proud uh, of what you want to do. Tim, our friend Tim Stafford, has Tim Staff. Tim Staff has uh, has started one. He moved to Auburn. uh, How long ago? Uh, Like the very end of July. Yes, and um, has started one of these. And so I just thought there's no set way to do this. We're we're gonna we're working on resources for sure, but until we get those done, I thought maybe hearing from Tim. I mean, so how did you, how did you start it? What, what did you tell people when you were starting something like this? Like what, what was the, cause you had some friends here previously, but there's also some, been some people who you didn't know. Um, what did you, what, what were you kind of announcing when you first uh, opened kind of this up? Uh, well, our initial attempt was that some people were frustrated with finding a church body that they felt accurately expressed where they were theologically or, or just whatever. So that was the initial thing. It was like, well, we just, we'll start a little community where we can at least just talk about these kind of things. What, what people were wrestling with, um, questions, etc. But then we found that there was a lot of people who were happy with the church that they were in. Mm. Um, but wanted a community just to, uh, you know, cause open conversation is not a huge part of Sunday mornings. Yeah. Right. So we found a lot of people that are like, I love my church, but I want to be able to talk and wrestle and, um, you know, just have that kind of that aspect of community and fellowships. So we're like, okay, well, because at first we were afraid we were planting a church and we were like, that's not, yeah, Wait, that's not what these are. I right. want to do. No, that's not what these are. So that was a, that was a, uh, something that we said right off the bat is that we are not challenging church we're not replacing church that's not our intent we don't meet on sundays we have met on some sunday nights if that's what everyone's availability is but we try to move it around so that um everybody that wants to come that has you know things in the way can come to at least one or two of them yeah and then we've centered conversations we open up the conversations to if people have things that they really want to talk about but we've opened them up we if not we just pick issues that have been big issues uh, and then we listen to the podcast episode and facilitate conversations around that. We do small groups sometimes just so that people feel more comfortable speaking uh, with one another because some people just can't open up in a large group yeah. and need it to be one or two people. And then recently we've introduced some new practices that I'm trying to put down on the paper that make it even easier for those conversations to go. So so if, if our two friends in San Luis Obispo County if they were to summarize what it was they're trying to do, how did you do that? For If somebody was like, well, Tim, what are you doing? What, how would you answer? I think I we first spoke with people that we knew here, um, friends, and just said, hey, what, this is the more thing about doing. No, say um, that, but, but what is the thing we're thinking of doing? What did you say? I think we just said that we were trying to start something based around the table fellowship idea. So we were trying to start a community that was based around um, coming together over a meal and having conversations and that everybody should be feel safe to talk about whatever they want to talk about and wrestle with whatever they want to wrestle with. Yes. So it was pretty simple in design to begin with. And even now, as we've been going a couple of months, I don't, it's our goal not to overcomplicate it. Right. Like just to keep it at those. So I, I put those core tenets into every email that we send out just so that's like here, just so, as a reminder, this is where we what are the core tenets from? 
well, this is what we have in there. It says exploring Jesus with people who commit to be a safe community for anyone with the purpose of holding space for one another because we recognize we are all in process to love and serve the world and not stand in judgment of it to pursue genuine engagement with those with whom we may have deep ideological and theological differences Mm. and to focus on learning to better love and support those who have been marginalized. Boom. That's great. So, so the idea is that you just, you just started saying, Hey, would you be interested in a place where we could have these sorts of conversations? Sometimes you're saying the topics kind of go wherever somebody wants to talk about. Yeah. Right. So, so somebody has an issue they want to discuss and they just bring it. Yeah. Or they email it in. Um, but mostly we tend to stick to, you know, we've talked about people who have fallen away from the, from the church. Uh, so we listen, you know, we talked about, uh, Josh Harris and, uh, the Hillsong or Marty. The, is the Hill. Yeah. Samson. And then, uh, you know, we've been, the last two, we were focused on immigration because we have some people who work directly with world relief in Sacramento. So we've had a very straightforward, intentional conversation about how we can directly help refugee and immigrant families, which has been really interesting. Cause I think a lot of people feel very intimidated by the topic. They're like, I don't have time to to be directly involved, but we've found a lot of more indirect ways that people can be involved. And so yeah, I opened it up to the people that we knew and then said, hey, if you know people that are <laughs> looking for this or have been away from the church for a long time or feel burned by the church or whatever, whatever that, you know, anybody that wants to be a part of something like this. And so then it just kind of blossomed out from there. Yeah. Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. What kind of people have come? Are you are you comfortable sharing any of that? Yeah. I mean, what do you what, what do you mean by that? Well, We've had a lot. Of, I mean, it's just we have people. The age range is very broad. Um, the theological range is fairly broad, right? The you know is it mostly know. people, people you know? Of, um, there are a good hand. I probably probably twenty five percent or twenty five to thirty percent were people that I met through this. Cool. That's really Who cool. Friends, yeah. friends of friends. Friends of friends or, yeah. That's cool. But now we're getting emails in from people that are in the area that I, you know, don't know that they're saying, hey, we'd like to attend. Yeah. Cool. And you meet how often? We try to do it once a month. It ends up being every six weeks just because of schedules. Yeah. Oh, nice. But consistency is my main goal for 2020. Yeah. Once a month. Yeah. This doesn't have to be a, yeah, exactly. And it's usually a different group of people every single time so far. Some mixture of right. random people. So uh, cool. just give us a brief. So you come and you eat. We come, we eat, and just kind of hang out and talk with each other. And then uh, we sit down and we have a conversation. We start a conversation based on whatever the topic is that we um, had chosen for that week. And then... Uh, my wife and I usually try to put together a, some questions to help facilitate a further, a deeper conversation. We'll break into smaller groups to do that and then come back. And that usually ends up taking all the time that we have. Yeah. yeah. We've been having kids watch at a separate house, hiring a babysitter uh, so that people can drop their kids off at one place and come hang out at our place. Nice. Awesome. So smart. Yeah. That is smart. Kids complicate it. Yes. Oh, no question. Um, all right. So that's one example. Um, I'm going to be kicking off uh, Columbus. We have an open house. Uh, by the time this gets out, we'll have had an open house, and then we'll have another one in December. 
for Columbus folk, and, and it's going to be the same conversation. Here's the, here are the pillars. Here's what we hold in common. Here's, here's how we hold openly. Here's why we would do this. We're not replacing church or competing with church. This is, uh, this is, something, this is something different. These are, we're trying to practice a way of being Mm. in the world, yeah. uh, a way of being Jesus people in the world. And um, the church just doesn't often either value or make room for. So, yeah, two of the big things was, I think, Mike, a long time ago, and I've brought this up before too, you had talked about how if we can agree on Jesus, we can break bread. And that was big for me at the church that I was in at the time because mm. I disagreed with a lot of theological issues, but we agreed on who Jesus was. And it it gave me a lot of freedom to be there and to worship and to... Mm. yep look for how God was moving in that particular community. So that was something here. And then also the center focus versus the boundary focus That's conversation right. mm. has also been a huge one where it's like, you know, if we're all looking towards the well at the center and moving in, you could be three, three or four miles out right, and moving in, or you could be, you know, 20 yards from the well. But the this idea of people from all over coming from different paths and different ways of coming towards that well at the center. Yeah. So it's less about the rules and the boundaries and the walls and more about let's, let's push forward and see how we can't help with that. Love it. Um, Bunny, do we have one more email that we got to do? Yeah, we sure do. Okay. Let's hear it. Good job, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, that was great. Hey, Erie, while I pull this up, are you going to have skyline chili at your open house? Um, I wasn't planning on it, but I'll be glad to. <laughs> I mean, I, I just Skyline know that's chili. an Ohio thing, and I realized I had never asked oh you if goodness. you liked it. Oh, I love it. You should it. have some it's Sky so Jatani good. chili. It's, it's so good, and I love it too much, so I've only had it once because oh. I, will eat, I will eat a lot. It's amazing. Skyline chili. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. What do you got, Bonnie? Okay. And this one we have to answer quick. We have five minutes left before our meeting runs out. So, okay. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> totally. <laughs> this is like speed, like a speed yep. answer. Okay. Um, I was wondering in this day and age, is it necessary to still go to church on Sundays? People usually go to church, listen to the message, get in their car and go home. I don't really see the value in that. So I stopped going regularly for about 10 years. I'm not a great role model, but I'm still a Christ follower. Keep up with the podcast. Thank you, Vox. Occasionally read the Bible app in fellowship with other believers. What would be the value of going to church besides live music? <laughs> and even that's not a great value all the time. <clears throat> Boy, amen to that. Yeah. Well, um, first of all, that is a phenomenal question. I think that young lady asked me at, at Q Commons. Yeah. And I said, hey, would you... Would you send that in? Um, it certainly deserves more than a four-minute and 21-second answer. But <laughs> let me take a quick quick shot, body interrupt. Okay. Um, uh, first of all, uh, you are saved into a community. You cannot follow Jesus without a community, um, at, least, at least in the way that it was intended. Uh, I'm sure you mm. can believe in Jesus and have correct beliefs or wherever else, but... This was all meant to be a, a corporate expression. So if by church we mean, can I follow Jesus without having to interact with any of his followers, the answer is no. Um, you, are, you are saved into a corporate entity, and the, and the community of other people is necessary to actually bring out in us all that needs refined and, and, uh, and the growth that needs to occur. 
Um, if by church we mean the Sunday morning event, well, then if, uh, I would say, well, yeah, you don't have to do the Sunday morning event, but there has to be spiritual input and community somewhere that is Jesus focused. Mm. That can be around a pot. That's why. So, so micro community, we're not, these aren't church plants because a church, at least in the New Testament, seems to include some sort of uh, authority um, or accountability structure, the administration of the sacraments, the, um, uh, but I don't, you know, the, the the proclamation that Jesus is Lord. I don't want to go far beyond that kind of thing, but I think there is a, another deep sense in which the the New Testament churches were very much house churches mm-hmm. as we think of them, and not worship and teaching events. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, if if for you you find nourishment in apps and podcasts and you have a community of people around you that aren't all like you or aren't all your age or aren't all your friends, then perfect. You, uh, you got it. But I do think there's something to be said for uh, practicing the way of Jesus with people that you haven't chosen all yourself and that you are um, kind of in mutual submission to beyond just do I like them or not. And, um, and so, so I would say, uh, on the one hand, uh, if church is the organic body, then man, you've got to have it. You've got to have it. You won't grow otherwise. On the other hand, if it's just the institutional thing, then forget it. And it tells me that I have less than a minute left in our meeting. That was a good speed answer. I don't have anything to add. Not, oh, Theological speed dating. Yeah, that's what exactly what it was. Yeah. All right. Well, just in case we run out of time, we love you, everybody, and we'll upgrade Zoom to a premium account so we don't have to (laughs) stop like this, which is so dumb because I did upgrade it. So, all right. We love you guys. You're the best. Happy mini episode. Um, Until next time, friends. Thank you. Mm